The Informed Traveler with Randy Sharman is brought to you by mygrouptravel.ca. Got a group? Want to travel? Get a quote. Go to mygrouptravel.ca. And to listen to the show online, go to theinformedtraveler.ca. This is the Informed Traveler Radio Show. I'm Randy Sharman. Our hotel spotlight is brought to you by Pipestone Travel Store. Travelers shop here. See their website at pipestonetravelstore.com. And this week for our hotel spotlight, we head to the heart of Ecuador and the Mashpee Lodge. To tell us more about it is Klaus-Peter Fleisch. He is the product manager for the Mashpee Lodge. The website is mashpeelodge.com. And Klaus joins us via Skype all the way from Ecuador. Hi, Klaus. Hey, how are you? I'm well, thank you. I'm looking on the website at the mashpeelodge.com. Uh, it really does look like you're in the uh, middle of the jungle, right in the heart of the jungle of Ecuador. It looks a lot warmer there than it does here right now, I have to say. So thanks for doing this, Klaus. I appreciate it. Well, it's a pleasure, Randy. Uh, to start, let's uh, just give me some background on uh, how the Mashpee Lodge uh, began and maybe give us some, some basics on where it is located and the best way of getting there, those types of things. Okay, let's start with uh, location. Um, it's it's an interesting place. Um, uh, perhaps for some of the uh, uh, people listening to this, they don't know that there is a couple of uh, important rainforests in South America. Everybody thinks of the Amazon as the main rainforest. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Amazon used to go all the way to the Pacific Ocean. But over the years, uh, over the uh, millions of years, um, the uh, mountains, uh, the Andes, rose and eventually split the Amazon into two rainforests. The Amazon, six million square kilometers, the largest rainforest on Earth, predominantly Brazil, but there's other four countries that are in the Amazon um, or are part of the Amazon uh, basin. And then the other rainforest is called Choco, almost like chocolate, but without the late. Um, And... Chocó is uh, an incredible rainforest that starts in Panama, goes the entire coast of Colombia on the Pacific coast, and then uh, ends up halfway into Ecuador. And it's a stunning rainforest with a lot of biodiversity. It's the area with the most rain on Earth. Um, uh, Even in Google, sometimes it doesn't show up there, but it is truly the rainiest rainforest on Earth. Uh, Much of that rainfall is not real rain, but it's uh, uh, clouds that uh, condense on the trees and then drop down. So that's uh, where Mashpee is. In other words, on Ecuador, which is a tiny country from Quito, the capital, you drive uh, 110 kilometers um, uh, passing the equator, very close to the equator, in fact, down the Andes, and that's where the lodge is located. It's, a, it's an amazing rainforest there. And a little bit about the history, how we got there. Uh, that area um, uh, there has been open for, unfortunately, uh, for logging. Um, and uh, uh, many years ago, a logging company was there and started to extract wood. Uh, fortunately, let's say uh, the logging company went through financial difficulties. And then a group of uh, nature lovers decided to make the bank a proposal and bought the land out of the bank uh, and just kept it as a protected area, private protected area for a long period of time uh, until about six or seven years ago when we decided to uh, do something about it. We worked with the community and uh, we built a little hotel on the place where the uh, sawmill used to exist. The first sawmill there, 
not the only sawmill actually. Mm. And then um, on that place, we built a hotel. Um, the only, only other flat area where there was a second sawmill uh, is where we have our research facilities. So it's a huge property. It's 1,300 hectares of rainforest, predominantly uh, uh, primary forest. And there's a tiny lodge there, beautiful lodge for only 48 people. Uh, and that's uh, Mashpee Lodge. We work a lot with the community. And, and, and that, that's pretty much covering your first question. <laughs> well, it looks absolutely amazing. I'm looking at, the, again, the website, mashpeelodge.com. I'm looking at some of the rooms. And you, when you look at the rooms, you certainly wouldn't think that uh, you're roughing it in the middle of the forest. That is for sure. That's correct. Here's something important. Uh, I started a long time ago in the company as a guide in the Amazon. We used to have a ship there called Flotelo Rellana. Uh, and then uh, we, we had a few lodges also in the Amazon. And I have to tell you, Randy, uh, over the years, many people, uh, when they came to the Amazon and I guided them, that was my experience, they really enjoyed walking through the forest. You very often get rain, you put your poncho on, you wear rubber boots, you're walking through mud, and you experience an amazing rainforest, an absolutely fantastic experience. But when you come back to your lodge, oftentimes you realize that the biodiversity is not just outside, but it comes inside too. So you might find a big, long-legged spider in the corner of your cabana, <laughs> or maybe a frog sitting on your bathtub, or things running on the beams over over your bed. So there's some wildlife that is inside too. So when you look at the uh, uh, webpage, you may see that it looks very modern, very contemporary, let's say very urban. And that is because we wanted to make sure that when you're inside the lodge, you can always see the forest around you, mm -hmm. but you don't have to worry about uh, fluttering your pillows before you go to sleep or walking into your bathroom with a big long stick and a torch just in case somebody has crawled in there before you did. So we want to make sure that your bed, your bath, and your food have no surprises. That's why we have that award-winning uh, design mm -hmm. in, in the middle of the rainforest. Well, National Geographic has named you one of the unique lodges of the world. And one of the uniqueness, I would imagine, is some of the activities that you have, the explorations, the way that you can explore the forest. Uh, one in particular is the sky bike. Tell me about that. You know, that's an interesting thing. The sky bike... Um, this this in, in some magazine somebody came up with a similar idea I believe in Colorado, and then uh, they passed this to the team of engineers that was working on the on the lodge and they said this might be an interesting approach, um, so they built it. Basically, it's um it's two anchored towers on different ledges. Um, uh, on, on, on similar altitude. And then there's uh, this cable in the middle that, that's stretched. It's perfectly flat. This is not zip lining. This is really mm -hmm. just a straight cable. And then this bike has been uh, uh, put together there. The person in the back is threading and the person in the front is just enjoying. So you're basically <laughs> man-powered uh, biking through the canopy from one ledge to the other. It's an amazing experience uh -huh. because you can bike forward, you can bike backwards, yes? Well, I think you'd want to have the seat in the front then, if the way you describe it, right? So you don't have to do any of the work. 
Yeah, that's correct. That's what some people choose. Once you get to the other side, uh, we just flip the uh, seats around. So the person who was in the back could now be uh, threading the way back. (laughs) It's about 200 meters. And this is really amazing, especially when we have cloudy days, because uh, you're going into the mist and all of a sudden the rainforest starts appearing in front of you. It's it's rainforest dash cloud forest. So it's really, really exciting. Mm -hmm. Uh, tell me about the uh, dragonfly ride as well and, and a couple of the other things you have that uh, the people can enjoy when they're exploring the, the forest around you. The dragonfly was uh, uh, it's like a, like a ski lift uh, and, 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 and pretty much in a concept. It goes two kilometers. So if you do the whole ride, it would be four kilometers. Uh, it drops down in elevation, not, not as much as you would in a ski lift. Uh, but it's still interesting because as you're dropping down in elevation, you find completely different birds uh, that are not in, in, in just a few hundred meters above you. Um, so basically, it's uh, these gondolas uh, that take four guests at a time and one guide. And they quietly glide through the canopy, above the canopy and below the canopy, depending on where you're going. Uh, there's several towers uh, that uh, are stretched uh, across the rainforest. And here I must also say, we, we build it in, in a very, very environmentally conscious way. Uh, we could have put a trench through the rainforest and put heavy machinery to the, for the construction of this. It would have saved us a lot of time with money too. But uh, at the end, we would have uh, a beautiful uh, gondola ride, but in a place where we scared all the wildlife. So we literally did it uh, um, uh, by foot. We we went through the forest, uh, building tower after tower without cutting any n- unnecessary branch uh, through the forest. So uh, the wildlife has never been harmed uh, or by the sound or, or the presence of people there. So we, we did as little impact as possible. And the amazing thing is you can just glide through the cloud forest or the rainforest uh, right in the, in the, in the transition <laughs> area uh, and see things from a completely different angle. The nice thing is also you could do a walk downhill walk you can wait on one of the rivers and then uh midday when you want to go back to the hotel you take that uh, dragonfly gondola back to the hotel so you don't have to hike uphill to well, make it easier it all sounds fantastic of course you have the restaurant there that you can uh, after you've done your hiking you can have lunch or dinner and and you look after uh, your guests uh, really they don't have to worry about anything right they don't have to worry about anything oh everything is taken care of we can put activities from before breakfast until after dinner and everything in between. Or you can go there and do literally nothing and get just pampered by a beautiful property in a fantastic location. You were talking about temperature earlier, uh, Randy. Uh, the altitude of the lodge is 950 meters above sea level. And uh, it, it is 73 uh, degrees uh, Fahrenheit, about 24 centigrade year-round. Because we're on the equator, the length of the day is exactly the same. So if you're going in January or you're going in June, whenever you're going, the day is equally as long as the night throughout the year. And the temperature is always 24 degrees, 23, 24 degrees. If it's day or night, rain or sun, it's always the same temperature. And I think that's a perfect temperature for the human being. Sounds perfect to me. Uh, the website again, Mashpee Lodge. And Klaus-Peter Fielsch is the product manager for the Mashpee Lodge. It sounds like a, a fantastic adventure and a place to stay, Klaus. So I thank you for your time. I hope to see you there soon, Randy. The Informed Traveler with Randy Sharman is brought to you by MyGroupTravel.ca. Got a group? Want to travel? Get a quote. Go to MyGroupTravel.ca. And to listen to the show online, go to TheInformedTraveler.ca.